Chances are you've heard about the newest non-invasive body contouring treatments that super enhance and shape the butt, like the rump plumper and hip dip reduction. Well, these new treatments use advanced techniques and require in-depth knowledge of the science of the gluteal region. Well, we hope you love science and glutes. And if you don't quite recall all you learned back in school, we're diving into it with you today. So stay tuned because we're also going to talk about these exciting new treatments and give you the details about how you can be the first in your market to offer them with the information in our new booty sculpting course that we're just about finished and ready to release for you. You're listening to the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast, where you'll learn simple, actionable strategies from real-world successful body contouring professionals to help you generate more revenue, realize the profits you want, and create the life you desire. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Kay. And we're your hosts of the Proven Profits Podcast. Hi there, fellow body contouring professionals. Kay here, and thanks for being here too. You know, so many of your clients want a full curvaceous booty, right? It's a trend. It's here to stay for sure. In the beginning, we used a non-surgical butt lift to enhance, but now the demand for better backsides has broadened. Our clients are wanting us to do more and more. Some of our clients want us to magnify their hourglass shape, while others aspire for a heart-shaped or a shelf-shaped butt. And then there's those who want our help to reduce the dip in their hip or to do a hip dip reduction treatment. So luckily, as our clients' wishes have grown, so has our ability to grant those wishes. But with the development of new treatments using advanced techniques comes the requirement that we deepen our knowledge of the anatomy and physiology of the gluteal region. So today, we'll dive deep into the anatomy and physiology of the gluteal region, Then we'll build on that knowledge and discuss the physiological actions within those systems that you want to produce with these treatments because that's what brings great results, as well as warnings about the physiological actions that you do not want to produce, what you really need to avoid. After that, we'll give you an overview of the three treatments, the tried and true butt sculpt, but with using advanced techniques, the rump plumper and the hip dip reduction treatment. And we'll tell you about our upcoming booty sculpting course where you can learn and become an expert in all of these treatments. So let's get started with the anatomy and physiology of the gluteal region. And you know, when you think about it, as we strive to get our clients better butts, we kind of have a tendency to focus on the three gluteal muscles, and we should, but the anatomy and physiology of the gluteal region involves so much more than that. So we just need to broaden our focus. So let's take a look from the superficial layer to the deep, in other words, from the top of the body to the inside, at the tissue layers in the gluteal region. 
You see the skin. Next is subcutaneous fat, followed by superficial fascia, then deep fascia, then muscle, and then bone. And then all throughout these layers in the gluteal region, you'll see blood vessels, lymphatic vessels, and nerves running all throughout. So let's discuss each of the systems in detail, starting with the outermost layer, the skin. And as with all the body, the skin in the gluteal region has three layers. Again, outermost to inner. Epidermis provides protection and creates skin tone. The dermis contains our hair follicles, some connective tissue, sweat glands, nerve endings, and lymph vessels. And then the hypodermis, or sometimes called the subcutis, is that innermost layer, also referred to as subcutaneous tissue. It's comprised of fat, blood vessels, and connective tissues. Well, underneath that is subcutaneous fat. It can be found there and it's distributed both superficially and in the deeper layers. Underneath that, you find your superficial fascia. Now, superficial fascia is a thin sheet of connective tissue that lies between the skin layers and the other fatty layers of the tissue, and it separates them. So it can be found directly under the skin and also under the superficial subcutaneous fat layers. Underneath that, you'll find the deep fascia. Deep fascia is really strong sheet, sheets of connective tissue, and that deep fascia is going to surround muscle, but also interweave between the muscle, bones, and tendons, and other tissue that's located deep within the gluteal region. And by the way, deep fascia encloses our three gluteus muscles that we're gonna talk about next. So with the muscles underneath the deep fascia, the gluteal muscle group actually consists of four major muscles, but only three of the four major muscles really give rise to the shape and the form and the size of the buttocks. That fourth muscle, called the tensor fasciae latte, or TFL, it runs on the outer upper thigh, and it doesn't really give shape to the buttocks or the hips. It's the gluteus maximus, the gluteus medius, and the gluteus minimus that are commonly and collectively referred to as the glutes. Those are our three major muscles that provide buttocks with their shape and affect the buttock size, and that's why we focus on those three. Now, just so you know, there are six supporting muscles that lie underneath the three major gluteal muscles. They're known as the lateral rotator group, but none of our treatments can affect these muscles or affect, or do we want to affect that TFL, that fourth muscle um, of the major muscles in the gluteal region. So we will not focus on these, but it's for your knowledge so you know they're there. Now underneath muscle lies bones. And there's four bones primarily that affect the shape of the gluteal region. They form the frame and they also provide the base for which the gluteal muscles can attach. You have the hip bone, which is also called the coxa bone, the pubic bone, 
the upper femur, you know, that thigh bone that runs from your knee all the way up to your hip, it's a really long bone. Well, the upper part of that bone, the upper part of the femur has something to do with our buttock shape as does the upper head of the femur, the very top, um, what we call a head, but it's really called the trochanter. The trochanter really um, has a lot of effect on the hip dip condition. So we move on to all those blood vessels and lymphatic vessels and vessels and the nerves that that are interspersed all within that gluteal region. Well, there's veins, arteries, and capillaries, as far as blood vessels go, that supply the region with nutrients. Now, lymphatic vessels and lymph nodes, they run right alongside the blood vessels in the gluteal region to pick up and eliminate excess fluids, waste, and toxins from the body. And your inguinal lymph nodes are located on bilaterally on, at the, on either side of your pelvis and groin. And then the nerves. There are two primary nerves that supply and innervate the three major gluteal muscles, and they're called the inferior gluteal nerve and the superior gluteal nerve. Okay. After that review of the tissue systems in the gluteal region, which hopefully you found helpful, now let's take a look at how your treatment should affect each of those systems so you can get your clients the butts they want. What physiological actions do we want to achieve with the treatments? Well, there are six of them. The first, starting at the outermost layer working in, we wanna stimulate the production of collagen and elastin because we wanna to tone, strengthen, and smooth the skin on the buttocks to give a very nicer, rounder shape. So both vacuum therapy, when you use the hand pieces combined with mechanical massage and vacuum therapy cups using intermittent negative pressure induce the production of collagen and elastin. The next physiological action we want to happen in number two is to strengthen the superficial fascia because that's the skin's foundation. We want stronger skin and we want a plumper, smoother appearance. So the same thing when we use that negative pressure of vacuum therapy with mechanical massage of the hand pieces or the pressure of the cups, we stimulate that connective tissue which produces more collagen. What's our third goal, our physiological action that we want to produce with these treatments? We want to loosen and stretch deep fascia because that's going to allow room for those gluteal muscles to go, to grow. Remember, those gluteal muscles are wrapped in that network of deep fascia and within the muscles within that network can only grow as much as the size of the envelope of fascia that wraps or surrounds the muscle. So when we use that mechanical massage with a vacuum applicator or handpiece, it helps to loosen and stretch that deep fascia covering the gluteal muscle. The fourth physiological action that we want to achieve, we want to work out and train those three gluteal muscles. The intermittent pumping action of that vacuum cup therapy, when you have the cup over those gluteal muscles, just get a visual image of this, and it's intermittent and it's pumping. It's working that muscle and mimicking the way muscles work out. 
And if you think about it, constant pressure doesn't do this. So it's the intermittent negative pressure that actually helps to work out and train the gluteal muscles. The fifth physiological action that we want to achieve is we want to increase the blood flow so that we can provide the nourishment and oxygen that optimizes all the tissue in the gluteal region because that enhanced blood circulation that is produced, by the way, by the vacuum therapy and the vacuum cupping and the manual massage improves the skin, the fascia, and the muscles, all the tissues in the region. And finally, the sixth physiological action that we want to achieve with our treatments is to increase that lymphatic flow because we want to ensure a healthy elimination of fluids, toxins, and waste. If we have a buildup or it's not healthy in that area, we're not going to have a pretty gluteal region. So we want to ensure elimination of these substances from the body so that we have that beautiful enhanced gluteal tissue. That's it for the six. So you can see that vacuum therapy, vacuum massage, and vacuum cupping, when used correctly, they, it just creates tremendous positive change in the gluteal region. That's why these treatments work. But moving on, let's take a look at physi physiological actions that we can actually produce with the treatments that we don't want to and how to avoid them. There's five of them. The first is we want to take steps to prevent fat loss in the gluteal region during butt enhancement treatment series because this is not the time to decrease fat in the gluteal region. Remember, that fat besides the muscle is what gives rise to the shape of the buttocks and the hip. So weight loss actually not only decreases fat, but it decreases muscle size. We did talk about this in detail in our last podcast entitled, Why Losing Weight Won't Reshape Your Client's Body. And if you missed it and you'd like to go back and listen to it, we'll leave a note in um, a link in our show notes so that you can do so. So, you know, too many times a loss of fat leads to an undesired butt treatment result. Because when you think about it, it could lead to less buttock muscle, less buttock fat, just less buttock tissue altogether in addition to possibly skin flaccidity. So the second physiological action that we definitely want to avoid is to take steps to prevent gluteal nerve irritation. Remember, there are those two big nerves that are involved in the gluteal region, and too much and the wrong kind of stimulation may induce nerve irritation. And if this occurs, you'll have to pause treatment until it subsides. But the good news is, when you have proven protocols to follow, by, that's going to help you prevent nerve irritation. So the third thing you want to avoid you want to take steps to limit damage to gluteal tissues that can be caused by excessive or the wrong kind of negative pressure. So in this physiological action, we're focusing on the cups, not so much the hand pieces. So again, get that visual image of that cup on the buttock when you either, one, use constant negative pressure instead of intermittent pressure with the cups, 
Or even if you're using intermittent pressure, if you exceed that recommended time period during a vacuum cupping session, you run the risk of creating a large area of ecchymosis, which is bleeding under the skin there on the buttocks where the cups were, pain and or numbness for your client. Now, none of the above adverse reactions cause permanent harm. They'll all go away. Your client's going to be fine. But they'll definitely increase anxiety in your client. And, you know, this kind of thing can lead to a really a loss in trust and the client's desire to discontinue treatment. So you need, just need to be careful there. Now, the fourth physiological action that you want to avoid is using constant negative pressure during vacuum cupping for a different reason. We just discussed the possible adverse effects, but using constant negative pressure during vacuum cupping can also prevent muscle mass growth. And so again, talking about the cups here, get the mental, mental Im image of visualizing those cups in place. When you are using prolonged exercise of the glutes during treatments, the glute muscles need to produce energy they need for continued, quote, workout, another cupping session, in other words, to produce that muscle growth. And when you use that constant neg negative pressure, it doesn't allow time for the glute muscles to produce the energy needed to build muscle. Now, intermittent pressure gives your client's glute muscles the break they need, and it best mimics the pulsing and work break cycle of real muscle exercise. And finally, the sixth thing that you want to not have not happen you want to avoid is you want to avoid doing treatments that are too closely scheduled together because this can actually inhibit glute muscle growth and if and development because your client's glute muscles in addition to that break from the workout they need a rest period in between workouts to recover and so after that's after in between every vacuum cup, cupping butt treatment regardless of the protocol you're using your muscles are going to need that rest period so the difference between a rest period is a rest period and a break is a rest period is muscle recovery between workouts and a break is between sessions for energy production. In other words, during the same treatment session. So you break during the same treatment session and you rest during completely different treatments. So those are the five physiological actions that you want to avoid. Um, and you can do, you can avoid all these issues if you just follow a protocol that's designed um, by experts. You know what you want to happen and you know what you don't want to happen and you follow a protocol that you know will get you there. But now, finally, it's time for the fun part. What about these new treatments that use advanced techniques? Well, butt sculpt, the non-surgical Brazilian butt sculpt, has been around a while. It's not a new treatment. However, there are new advanced techniques that you can use with it. So remember, it utilizes vacuum therapy, vacuum massage, and vacuum cupping. And our new course will include an advanced protocol 
for butt sculpt. Remember, this is for clients who want to enhance their butts, and most of the time you're going to see these clients being somebody dealing with the aging process and losing volume, or losing volume because of weight loss, or maybe having saggy buttocks, or deflated, or just genetically, they're not blessed with the buttocks that they'd like to have. They're undersized. Then the new treatment, the rump plumper. It is a non-surgical butt shaping treatment where you can either enhance the buttocks, the natural shape, or you can use it to reshape into more of a shelf, heart, or round shape, whichever your client is looking for. It's the non-invasive alternative to a surgical fat transfer, butt augmentation. And it also utilizes vacuum therapy, vacuum massage, and vacuum cupping. Knowledge of advanced techniques is needed to do these treatments, and our upcoming booty sculpting course has them. So this is for clients desiring butt enhancement to enhance or wanting those shelf, heart, or round-shaped buttocks. And then there's hip dip reduction. It's a non-surgical hip rounder. It reduces that dip in the hip. It's an alternative um, to a surgical fat transfer hip dip correction. And it again uses vacuum therapy, massage, and cupping. Knowledge of advanced techniques is also needed, but you'll learn them in our soon to be released body sculpting, our booty sculpting and body sculpting course. And this is for clients, you know, who, who have that dip in the hip and they're looking for more of an hourglass shape hip or it could just be for clients who want to make their hips rounder, maybe enhance the existing roundness or increase the size of their hips. So this is so exciting because you can learn these and become an expert in butt enhance all the butt enhancement treatments in our soon to be released online body contouring course called the Booty and Body Sculpting Masterclass. In it, you'll learn how to get your clients that hourglass body that they're looking for by performing advanced techniques using vacuum therapy, vacuum cupping, and vacuum massage. Plus, we haven't even talked about this yet, but you'll also learn how to shape the waist and torso so you can restore, enhance, and create the hourglass figure. It's called the waist shaper treatment. And you're going to get expert protocols with advanced techniques and instruction and, of course, all the background theory that you need on all of these treatments, the butt sculpt, rump plumper, hip dip reduction, and waist shaper. And, of course, like all our courses, you'll get your certification immediately upon course completion. It's going to be out really soon. If you haven't done so already and you're interested, sign up to be notified as soon as we release it. And we'll leave a link to that sign-up page in our show notes for you. Or if you prefer, you can take a look at the certification courses page of our website. And then you can learn about all the courses, but also you can get a deep dive into the details of the Booty and Body Sculpting um, Masterclass. We'll leave a link to that page, too, in our show notes. We are super excited about this course and these new treatments. And, you know, we always get pepped up with new ways to deliver results, and we hope you do too. We also hope you enjoyed 
going deep into the anatomy and physiology of the gluteal region with us today. You know, we're, we're both kind of science nerds, but that comes in handy with non-invasive body contouring. Thank you for joining us today. We hope we've helped you grow professionally. Until next time, beautiful wishes. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. Email us at bodycontouringacademy.com with any feedback, topic suggestions, or to offer to tell your body contouring success story. We love to hear success stories and learn about winning strategies. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com for tools, education, industry news, and cutting-edge articles. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great rest of your week.